Good morning, and welcome to the Southside Mount Washington Parish community as we celebrate the, the 12th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We'd like to extend a special welcome to those who are praying with us virtually near and far today. We welcome you to join us in the celebration of the Eucharist. We are grateful for your prayerful participation, and we invite you to be in spiritual communion with the risen Lord, who is present in the word and sacrament, present among all of us who are the body of Christ. Interpreting for us today is Diana Saunders. Our musicians are Amanda Bruce and myself, Thomas Conroy. Our presider is Father Michael Stumpf. praising we worship you today and sing the love amazing that songs cannot repay for we can only wonder at every gift you send at blessings without number and mercies without end. We lift our hearts before you and wait upon your word. We honor and adore you, our great and mighty Then hear, O gracious Savior, accept the love we bring, that we who know your favor may serve you as our King. And whether our tomorrows be filled with good or ill, We'll triumph through our sorrows and rise to bless you still. To marvel at your beauty and glory in your ways. And make a joyful duty our sacrifice of praise. gathering our prayers together, let us pray. Grant, O Lord, that we may always revere and love your holy name, for you never deprive of your guidance those set firm on the foundation of your love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah said 
I hear the whisperings of many, terror on every side, denounce, let us denounce him. All those who were my friends are on the watch for any misstep of mine. Perhaps he will be trapped, then we can prevail and take our vengeance on him. But the Lord is with me, like a mighty champion. My persecutors will stumble, they will not triumph. In their failure, they will be put to utter shame, to lasting, unforgettable confusion. O Lord of hosts, you who test the just, who probe mind and heart, let me witness the vengeance you take on them, for to you I have entrusted my cause. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has rescued the life of the poor from the power of the wicked. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. It is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame has covered my face. To my own kin I have become an outcast, a stranger to the children of my mother. Zeal for your house consumes me, and taunts against you fall on me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. But I pray to you, O Lord, for a time of your favor. In your great mercy, answer me, O God, with your salvation that never fails. Lord, answer, for your mercy is kind. In your great compassion, turn towards me. Lord, in your great love, answer me. The poor, when they see it, will be glad and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his own in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the seas and everything that moves in them. Lord, in your great love, answer me.
a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, through one man sin entered the world, and through sin, death. And thus, death came to all men inasmuch as all sinned. For up to the time of the law, sin was in the world, though sin is not accounted when there is no law. But death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who did not sin after the pattern of the trespass of Adam, who is the type of the one who was to come. But the gift is not like the transgression. For if by the transgression of the one the many died, how much more did the grace of God and the gracious gift of the one man, Jesus Christ, overflow for the many? The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Spirit of Truth will testify to me, says the Lord and you will also testify. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with, and your, with spirit. your spirit. This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the twelve, Fear no one. Nothing is concealed that will not be revealed, nor secret that will not be known. What I say to you in the darkness, speak in the light. What you hear whispered, proclaim on the housetops. And do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in Gehenna. Are not two sparrows sold for a small coin? Yet not one of them falls to the ground without your father's knowledge. Even all the hairs of your head are counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me before others I will acknowledge before my heavenly Father. 
but whoever denies me before others, I will deny before my heavenly Father. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just a couple of announcements before I offer homily. Next weekend will be the first weekend in our parish grouping of the Prince of Peace, St. Mary of the Mount, Southside, and Mount Washington Parish communities where we're welcoming people back to the public celebration of Mass. So it's a, it's a homecoming, if you will. And of course, it's a homecoming with, of course, limited capacity. There's just a couple of things I'd like to emphasize to please remember as we're planning for returning to the public celebration of, of Mass. First of all, it is not an obligation to attend Sunday Mass. And we will continue to be offering Mass virtually. As a matter of fact, right now investing in permanent equipment, which will make our live streaming and recording actually much easier. Wear a mask is necessary, as well as social distancing. And sign up, don't just show up. Please encourage you to refer to our parish website if you're able to do that. Uh, We're updating information on there as well as sign up if you have an email address for flock note emails. It's our best way of communicating uh, with everyone uh, at this time and it's free. (laughs) So please sign up for flock note um, and please refer to our parish website at www.popsmm.org. And lastly, we're offering a three-week course in our parish community called Let's Talk About Race. And a parishioner and a professor from our parish here is actually offering that three-week course. Uh, Information to sign up for that is on our parish website. And so it's the 12th week of Ordinary Time, again, entering back into Ordinary Time. And now, of course, from here to the Advent season, journeying with one gospel, and this year journeying with Jesus and one another in Matthew's gospel. And I've always loved this time that we call Ordinary. I love, you know, moving into the month of June I love it for many reasons. I I guess I like the heat, I like the weather, I like the fact that things are supposed to slow down a little bit, that, you know, most people start to schedule vacation time or some time off or spending time with friends and family uh, during the the summer months. Uh, Also, you know, we do things like uh, outdoor eating and picnics. Unfortunately, it didn't happen this year, but usually this time of year was the, uh, the arts festival. So I love to, to experience outdoor music venues, uh, uh, gatherings. Um, so this time of year, I've always I loved it, moving into the ordinary after those feasts and celebrations of Easter, after the celebration of Trinity, after the celebration of body and blood, now into ordinary time where we get to journey with Christ and one another and really uh, reflect upon what everyday discipleship is about with all of its joys and all of its struggles. Now, interestingly, this year as we're entering to ordinary time, things are anything but ordinary, are they? 
two things particular, of course, we're still in pandemic times. And although most of us are sick of it right now, there's nothing we can do to change that reality. And so for many months into the future, we're going to be in these times uh, and have to continue to do practices that keep us and one another safe. Um, so that the pandemic continues to, to move on. Also within the last couple of weeks within our country, it actually seems to be now a more global movement is once again, the tension of race and racism has come to the surface, uh, always kind of there. And now, once again, we're reflecting, I think, in probably a more open and profound way about uh, racism as well as uh, kind of the, the heart of, of human relationships uh, in, in a way that I haven't seen, actually, in my history. And so there's something very hopeful about that. But again, very challenging times, and that creates all kinds of discomfort with lots of people when you start talking about that. Now, when we face struggles and challenges, there is an opportunity in the midst of pandemic times, reflection on race. There's, there's the opportunity for us to come to new awareness, new openness, to kind of repurpose ourselves or rediscover something about ourselves and to come together in strength and in unity with one another. That's uh, certainly uh, shared struggles oftentimes have done that for us. But there's also the other possibility that in the midst of struggles, we move deeper and deeper into self-preservation and we move deeper and deeper into our own selves. We, we, we act, can act out of fear. We can act out of um, uh, judgment. We can actually become more isolated. Those are the possibilities at the, at the extremes of what can happen as we're in the midst of struggles in these anything but ordinary times. I actually, the very first weekend when things closed down and we were moved into the stay-at-home orders, uh, and uh, it was the first weekend we, were, we weren't having the celebration of public mass, we actually, in our parish grouping, began a podcast for the first time. And I remember uh, for that podcast, I actually gave the homily, and one of the things I reflected upon was one of my favorite books. And that favorite book is called Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is kind of a name of a collection of books and writings uh, that uh, features Arthur Dent as the, the main character or protagonist. And it's named after actually a digital book, actually probably digital book, right, and that was called The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that would guide you as you were entering into very strange places. But the reason why that book was so popular is because, that digital book, because it had embossed across the front of it the words, don't panic. In the gospel passage we heard proclaimed today from Matthew, we hear not the words don't panic, but almost the same thing. Three times in this gospel passage from Matthew, we hear a theme that comes up over and over in the gospels. And he says it this way, fear no one. Do not be afraid of those who can kill only body. Do not be afraid. Do not panic. 
This is a gospel passage that although we haven't been hearing from Matthew's gospel, haven't really heard the context what has led into this, what has happened right before this in Matthew's gospel is Jesus has called his disciples and he has just sent them forth into towns ahead of him. And he sent them forth saying what this experience will be like. He tells them what to take, more, more importantly, what not to take, right? He tells them to go into towns, proclaim the kingdom. He talks about the things that they're going to confront and that actually they're going to be faced with very great challenges because they're proclaiming the kingdom and they're proclaiming love. And so in the midst of that, right after sending them forth, telling them what this is going to be like, he says, do not be afraid. Fear no one. Because again, what fear can do is lead to bitterness, judgment, and isolation. What fear does is it literally shuts off parts of our brain that help us to react in a way that's rational. And so when we move into fear, we move into that fight-flight response. We react in many ways without thinking. And so when we fear, we're not going to be the best of ourselves. And so he says, do not fear. Do not be afraid. Every single disciple is sent. And as we're sent forth into the world to live our discipleship in everyday life, we're all going to confront difficulties in life difficulties in humanity, and I want to say most especially as Christians, difficulties that come from our living, our relationship within in Christ, and our love for Christ and one another. When we have love and commitment, it's going to lead to difficulties and struggles. When that happens, when we face those difficulties, we can have that as an opportunity to be transformed, to grow, to come to new understanding of ourselves, repurpose ourselves, grow together in union, in strength, in solidarity, or we can move into isolation, uh, deeper into to a trench of our own minds and hearts and feelings, um, and uh, react in panic and in fear. Each disciple sent forth. And Jesus says to us, do not be afraid. Why? The gospel passage says it's because you have incredible worth. You are loved beyond your farthest imaginings. You are loved, and, the, and that aspect of a disciple that knows that they're loved can face almost anything. How many movies or uh, TV shows have you seen a character, no matter what it, it, the situation or circumstance was, facing almost impossible odds or facing something that was incredibly fearful and scary, where they did it, where they grabbed a loved one's hand or thought of the love or connection they had with someone else. And because of that, they were able to do something that they would never be able to do on their own. Because when we know we're loved, we're connected, our worth, we can get beyond that reaction that oftentimes is 
not leading to the best of ourselves because of fear. Encourage you for homework this week. As you, as every disciple is, are sent forth into your everyday life, confront a fear. Confront something that causes you to react. Confront someone, confront, that's the wrong word. <laughs> Engage, reach out to, connect to someone different. Someone uh, that, that oftentimes you may have a reaction to. Think about what that could do in the connections you have with coworkers or family members or neighbors or someone from a different race or a different gender or a different political party, right? What could that do if instead of putting up the walls of fear and isolation and judgment, we were able to know the love of God, our deep connection, our worth, our love and care with one another as the body of Christ and to reach out. Every disciple is sent. In the midst of times that are nothing like ordinary, the ch times that are challenging, we have an opportunity to unite with one another, to connect with God and one another more deeply, to have a racial conversation that we've never been able to have before. But if we react in fear and in panic. We can't be the disciples that Christ is inviting us to be. Don't panic. Do not be afraid. Fear no one. Know your worth, how loved you are. We connect to one another in many ways. One of the ways we connect with one another in the Lord is through our expression of prayer and need. We bring these petitions humbly before our God. Our response is, hear us, O Lord. For an end to violence in our cities, that God will give courage to all who are working for peace in neighborhoods. Help the voices of those who have experienced injustice to be heard and turn the hearts of those prone to violence toward new ways of working for change. We pray. Hear us, Hear us o Lord. Lord. For the RCIA candidates, that they may grow in their desire for waters of new birth and allow God more fully into their hearts. We pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. For all of us in isolation, that we may find companionship with God through the scriptures. Recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives and encourage others who are alone. We pray, hear, hear us, hear us o Lord. Lord. For all fathers and those who have shown us a father's love, that God will grant them good health, guide them in being good examples, 
and help them to be a source of encouragement for their children. We pray, hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. For all those who have died in our parish community, especially Lena Kasmer, Barry Mars, and Harriet Sis Miller, may they be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Hear, hear us, us, O Lord. Lord. We remember today the following people from our parish grouping, Bernard, Anna, and Stella Kozakowski, Anita Caputo, and the men of the parish, and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray, hear us, hear us O Lord. Lord our God, entrusting ourselves to your love, to your care, we bring these needs of petition. We bring them as your people through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Prayer of Spiritual Communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, 
and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Let us pray. Renewed and nourished by the sacred body and precious blood of your Son, we ask your mercy, O Lord, that what we celebrate with constant devotion may be a sure pledge of redemption through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A special blessing for fathers on this Father's Day weekend. And like Mother's Day, this is for uh, the men in our lives. This is for our fathers, those who have given us life and birth. This is for our uncles, our grandparents, our grandfathers. Uh, this is for um, those who have fathers that are estranged. Um, and those relationships are tense. This is for our fathers who have gone before us and are with the Father. This is for those who have been men and have offered a masculine presence in our lives. If you have someone, if you have a father in your house right now, I know it's social distancing, but you can put a hand on them, raise a hand towards them as we pray this prayer of blessing. God, our Father, in your wisdom and love you have made all things. Bless these men. Strengthen them as Christian fathers and men. Let the example of their faith and love shine forth. Grant that we, their sons and daughters, may honor them with a spirit of respect. And grant this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May the blessings of Almighty God be upon you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth in peace. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. Awake from your slumber. Arise from your sleep A new day is dawning For all those who weep This podcast is the, the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish Community have seen All rights reserved That's it for this week Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners Or anyone whom you think would benefit from it Stay safe, stay at home Let if at all possible, and please know God. that we are always May praying our for tears you. tears be turned into dancing for the Lord, our light and our love has turned the night into day.